0: Welcome to yet another Autodesk Inventor Podcast. My name is Garen Gardner. I'm the Technical Marketing Manager for Autodesk Inventor. and This is the official Autodesk Inventor Podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 29th, and this is episode number 12. Welcome back to those of you that have listened to the Autodesk Inventor podcast in the past and welcome to any new listeners that we have out there. Uh, typically we start out with some news articles. I have some technology uh, previews that we'll talk a little bit about and then we have some tips and tricks. So with that, let's jump into the news. The first article that I have today comes from our manufacturing community. We have a Spy Gadget design contest and this is something that we uh, that we started a while back and it's something that we're now uh where the submissions are are finished we're not taking any more submissions for tech gadgets basically this was a design contest that you could come on and design virtually anything you wanted that was some type of tech gadget that uh that you would see in like a a, a James Bond movie so the like i mentioned the submissions are closed on this however you you now have the chance to go in and vote on the uh, the main finalists for this particular competition. So in the show notes I have a link that you can go out to to the, the Spy Gadget Design Contest. You can see where you can go and vote for those and see the, the different uh, entries that you can vote for. So the the next article that I have comes from MCAD Online. And this is, uh, this is actually a, a magazine in the UK. But uh, both... Uh, Alan Dean and Martin Day did a, a write up on Inventor LT. And we're going to have an interview a little bit later that I'm going to run on Inventor LT and give you a little bit better idea what Inventor LT is. So, those of you that haven't heard of Inventor LT, maybe this is the first time you're not really sure exactly what it is. We'll talk a little bit more about it. But uh, both Alan Dean and Martin Day did a great, uh, great write up on Inventor LT and, and gives you a pretty good idea on what Inventor LT is, who who's the primary audience for this, and uh where you can get it and all that kind of stuff. So if you get a chance, you know, even if you've heard a little bit about Inventor LT, this is definitely worth a good good read. Um, you know, the the surprising thing is those of you that are probably listening to the podcast, you probably already have Inventor and it may not really be something that that you need However, I think you'd be pretty surprised on the people that uh, that you may work with day in and day out, maybe partners or, or uh, vendors that could take advantage of it. So look at it, see if, there's, uh, if anything comes to mind. But uh, we'll talk a little bit about Inventor LT as the podcast goes on. And the next article that I have also is an Inventor LT article. So I won't spend too much more time on that, but um, it comes from... Well, this is the the header on this is "Try Inventor LT for free," and this was by uh, Rita Strange, and and basically this is another nice little write-up, a little bit shorter, but it talks a little bit about Inventor LT, and uh, both of them have a lot of similar uh, similar things, but uh, they're both good articles to read if you're interested a little bit more on Inventor LT, and this particular article is uh, is from InventorConnections.com. And again, I have, uh, I'll have i have a link in the show notes that you'll be able to go out and take a look at this. And then my final news of the day is uh, I went I had a chance to go and meet one of our local customers that uses Inventor. And this is Phoenix Gold. And uh, Phil out at Phoenix Gold, we talked to him some time ago and invited uh, both Amy Bunzel and myself to come out and tour their facilities and, and see a little bit what they do. And if you haven't heard of, of Phoenix Gold, they make they started out making car audio, uh, you know, subwoofers, amplifiers. I actually bought one of their amplifiers many years ago, probably ten, fifteen years ago, and uh it's been uh I haven't used it for quite some time, but it's still in my old truck that uh still works. But um so these guys make great car audio, but they're also getting into home audio as well. So home home entertainment systems, um, you know, they make great speakers and uh, they've used inventor for many years on designing a, a lot of their their various components. And um we had a chance to see some of the things that Phil's been working on. In fact, I'm going to post some of these things up on the blog um let you see some of the pictures of of some of the some of the speakers and things that they work on. But you know, they also did they they go to various electronic shows where they display a lot of their their subwoofers and amplifiers and all of all of these things and uh, like the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. And usually they have to kind of lay that out one way or the other. In the past, it's been fairly difficult to make sure space savings and, you know, that they can assemble these things and and get everything right and it doesn't take a long time and all those kinds of things that when you get to a show floor that you have to assemble everything. So they've actually started to take uh, Inventor and use that for their huge displays as well. So you know, not only do they design all their subwoofers and you know all their speaker lines and and you know all the things that they do, they then bring all of those components in and assemble them to the you know their their whole structure and figure out how they're going to put it together, what it's going to look like. You know, they use a lot of decals and images in there to to get backgrounds, and they've done a, a wonderful job. This is something that I don't see a lot of customers doing, but it really shows the the power of Inventor. So, I thought this was something worthwhile to talk a little bit about, maybe give you guys some ideas of areas that you can use Inventor outside of just building 3D models to, uh, to, to manufacture off of. So, with that, I, I'll also put in the show notes a, a link to uh, a spot where you can see some of the pictures, but you can also go out to Phoenix Gold, it's p-h-o-e-n-i-x-g-o-l-d.com and see, uh, see some of the products. A lot of the products you'll see up there are actually designed all in Inventor. So that uh, that concludes our news. So the next section that we have is an interview. And many of you that have listened to the podcast in the past know that I like to get interviews as much as possible. And that's something that I'm trying to do more and more. But, uh, you know, hopefully it's great for you guys to hear a little bit about what different people at the in the inventor organization are doing. You know, we, we've had some product designers talk a little bit in the past about what they do and some of the things that they're working on and some developers and uh... this is the first time that i've had anybody from the inventor product management team i was able to talk to sam Manto. sam and i are are actually on the same team and uh... you know it's been he's working on some pretty exciting things that i thought were would be really fun to talk about in the podcast so i'm gonna roll the interview let you listen a little bit about what sam does as a product designer and uh and some of the things that he's working on. So with that I'm gonna roll the interview. So today we have with uh Sam Mantos, he's a product manager on the inventor team. And we want to talk a little bit about some of the things that uh that he's been working on and what he does at Autodesk. So with that I'll let him take a
1: few moments and introduce himself. Thanks, Garen. Uh and uh thanks for having me do this podcast. I'm pretty excited because this is my first podcast ever. You know, I just got an iPod a couple months ago, so you know i love it it's great and started listening to some podcasts yours of course and uh so now i'm pretty happy to be doing one um so you mentioned that i'm a product manager for Inventor team and that's it. indeed that's my job and it you know product management means a lot of different things and uh, it's, it's a hard job to to describe to your mother-in-law in one sentence but essentially what it is is it all centers around what the customers need to be successful so What do they need from, in terms of product functionality, what do they need in terms of new products, what do they need in terms of things to support the products that they have, whether or not it's training or, you know, whatever. There's just a lot of different things, which means every day is different, it means every day is fun, and uh, it's a great job, so uh, I'm happy to be doing it. So Sam and I, have we work on the same team, and it's been
0: great to see some of the things that he's been working on. I pass by his office every once in a while and get to see some cool stuff that uh, that he is working on. One of the things that you may have heard about recently is Inventor LT. So I thought that uh, this would be a great chance to talk to Sam and see maybe what, uh, what Inventor LT is. Many of you have probably seen a little bit of this on the blog and, and various news articles already. But uh, it's a great way to hear right from Sam, you know what uh, what it is, some of the things that uh, where we expect it to go, and maybe a little bit more information. So with that, I'll pass some time over to Sam and talk a little bit about Inventor LT.
1: Great, thanks again. So yeah, Inventor LT has been uh, has been something I've been working on for quite a few months now, and we just launched it last month on uh, May 1st on Autodesk Labs. So uh, we launched. Autodesk Inventor LT Technology Preview. And uh, one of the first questions that a lot of people ask is, what does LT stand for? And, you know, there's a lot of different interpretations of what it stands for. I've heard uh, limited technology. Uh, Of course, a lot of people call it light. I've heard it, uh, you know, jokes about things like little tool, things like that. So there's really a lot of different interpretations. But what it really boils down to is, it's a subset of Inventor, and it's focused technology that uh, takes takes certain parts of the program that people need to accomplish certain tasks. So in this case, we focused the technology on the ability to create, share, and edit 3D parts. So not assemblies, just parts. So that's the way that we chose to uh, to focus the technology there and the capability. So what what that means is someone can use Inventor LT to work with... 3D part files from uh, virtually any format there's a there's a couple we don't support yet but we're working on something for those as well um, so you can work with inventor file formats you can work with Pro Engineer Unigraphics Parasolid uh, is a very popular kernel that uh, that lets someone work with SolidWorks and Solid Edge files um, also Granite kernel by Pro Engineer uh, Stepanigis DWG, DXF, and then some of the visualization formats like DWF and JT. So, you know, it's really a great tool, especially as a tech- as a free technology preview download. Uh, it's a great tool for someone to, to get and be able to work with 3D parts. And, you know, you can create the parts. You can make drawings of them. Uh, you can edit the parts. You can... Uh, export them into different formats that that you need or your customers or your supply chain needs so uh, so again it's it all comes back to focusing that technology on what people can do with parts so so that's what it can do Uh, What what it can't do is uh, work with assemblies so parts only no assemblies is a great way to think about Inventor LT uh, some, then, of course, there's, there are some other things that it can't do. It can't do things like sheet metal design, can't do some, of course, any of the inventor professional functionality like FEA analysis or simulation or cable and harness routed systems, things like that. You know, really a lot of that stuff relies on an assembly anyways. So if, you can, if you're only working with a part, you can't do that type of stuff. Uh, it's also limited to no data management capabilities. And uh, no things like network licensing, or um, uh, also you can't do it, have a side-by-side installation with Inventor 2008. So, so that's some of the limitations that we have in the technology pr- preview product today. And uh, also, I should a big limitation as well is that right now we're limited to U.S. and Canada only for the for the download. And for someone to get their hands on Inventor LT, so we, you know, we hope to add more countries soon, but for a number of reasons, right now, we are limited to U.S. Canada only.
0: Great, that sounds pretty exciting. So, you know, we have a pretty good idea of of some of the capabilities in there, but uh, you know, also, many of you probably already have Inventor that are using this. So, you know, how can this be beneficial to you? Uh, do, maybe do you have any friends that uh, that would be interested in this? So, let's talk a little bit about who who might be able to take advantage of it? Where you know Sam and and team really wanted this to to be used. So with that, do you have anything to add to that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, if someone already has Inventor and you're you're being you're quite successful with it in your company, uh, you know, is Inventor LT the right choice for you? You know, maybe there's areas of your group that can use it, but chances are that you know if you're already using a lot of the capability of Inventor. Inventor LT is not going to be enough for you to do a lot of the things that you're used to doing. So, so, you know, where can LT be used? So, a great place for it to be used would be by your suppliers and people you work with from different companies who need to work with your data or or work with other CAD systems and and need to work with your data. So, you know, maybe you have some suppliers that are smaller shops that are that are that use AutoCAD and you know, every once in a while, they need to work with a 3D file from you or from f- from some of their other uh, major customers. And uh, and they have trouble with dealing with the, the 3D formats, uh, whether or not it's Inventor or some of the other formats. So Inventor LT gives them, gives them and you can tell them about it. It's a great way for them to, to get their hands on it. Uh, it gives them a great tool to be able to work with those files and, you know, accept them you can edit them so maybe they find something in your design that they said oh if this if this fillet could be a little bit different we can make it much faster or we could cut off a lot of time or uh, money on the the quote for it so they can edit that file that can create drawings for themselves to to manufacturing it they could also create drawings to send it back to you or they could just send you back the, the raw file so a lot of a lot of great, um, great collaboration uh, things you can do with Inventor LT to to work with your suppliers and your, and your customers there. So, so that's really where we see Inventor LT uh, fitting into the whole to the whole ecosystem of, of CAD.
0: Great. So now with uh, with being able to see what what Inventor LT is and who might use it. Uh, how how would people be able to get their hands on it? You know, I would imagine at this point there are quite a few people that are interested in taking a look at it, maybe using it for uh, you know a, a project at home or something that uh, may be of interest. So how how would they go about getting it and taking a look at it?
1: Yeah, sure. So the I'll, the short answer to that is you can download it today for free from Autodesk Labs. Uh, the a URL there is labs.autodesk.com. And uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find inventor LT up on there. Um, we're featured pretty prominently. This is this is a pretty exciting project that, that we're doing here at Autodesk. So so Labs is pretty excited as well. Now when you're at Labs, you'll see some other great stuff up on on the labs site that that you can use for Inventor LT, that you can use for a regular inventor as well. So all these translation capabilities that I've been talking about that really are an important part of Inventor LT to let you uh, collaborate with, with multi-CAD customers. That's an add-in that you can download for free from Autodesk Labs. Same download will work with Inventor LT or will work with regular Inventor 2008. Uh, there's also a feature recognition tool that can be used for both. And there's also a 2D to 3D tool that can be used. Right now, it's uh, it'll work with Inventor 11 or Inventor 2008. It won't work with Inventor LT, but we're we're working on uh, updating it to work with Inventor LT. So there's a lot of great stuff on Labs. Uh, of course, the the one that I'm most excited about is Inventor LT, but certainly there's there's a handful of other tools up there as well.
0: All right. So you've probably heard a little bit about technology preview. Sam has talked to it, uh, talked about it a little bit, and if you go out to Labs, I believe you'll see technology preview out there as well. And maybe Sam can can shed some light. What exactly technology preview is, what it really means, and you know the types of things that we'll see on to, as a technology preview on labs.
1: Yeah, definitely. So technology preview is like Garen mentioned. It's kind of a new term, and uh, I really expect you to be hearing more and more of this. So now a great time to explain a little bit about what it means. So technology preview is a is a new way for us to introduce something whether or not it's a a full product or whether or not it's some add-in type functionality to an existing product it's a way for us to to introduce it get it out get it in customers hands collect feedback on that before we decide what to do next with it so maybe we'll kill something maybe we'll put it in the product Um, and labs is a great way uh, by introducing something as a technology preview on autodesk labs it's a great way for us to get that customer feedback, get all sorts of other validation data points to make sure we're doing what's best for our customers and what's best for our business. So, so that's uh, essentially what a technology preview is. Um, and, uh, and we're really excited to have that as a new option to be introducing things to, to customers. So, uh, you know, in the case of inventor LT, we're on labs as a technology preview. And uh, we're on there right now for what I have to say is a limited time only. I can't give time frame on exactly how long we'll be up for. But what I can tell you is that the the license that you get when you when you uh, download Inventor LT, when you get your serial number automatically emailed to you, and when you go to activate the product after you install it, your product will run until May first of two thousand eight. So, Uh, if you got it on day one which is may 1st 2007 that gives you a full year of being able to to create share and edit 3d parts with inventor lt so we think that's pretty exciting you know we've gotten a lot of great great feedback from customers great feedback from the press around the world and uh, of course our own partners as well Uh, everyone's really excited about inventor lt and hope you are too you know if this is something that you think will be useful for you or for other folks in your company or for you know, for example, your customers or your suppliers that you need to collaborate with, I'd encourage you to check it out. So you can, I'll give the URL one more time, labs.autodesk.com. So download it today for yourself, tell a friend, have them download it too. And uh, we're really interested in hearing your feedback too. So after you get started, Uh, you can send us your feedback at uh, labs.inventorlt at autodesk.com. That's a great way for us to hear from you, to to hear about how Inventor LT is working for you and uh, help influence the direction for this in the future. So, uh, again, thanks, Garen, for, for setting this up. And thanks, everyone, for taking the time to hear about Inventor LT. And I look forward to hearing your feedback on Inventor LT. Thanks a lot.
0: Thanks, Sam. We appreciate you coming on board and uh, talking to us a little bit about this, and maybe we'll get uh, get you back on here another time.
1: Happy to do it, Karen. Thanks.
0: So I'd like to thank Sam again for the time that he took uh, talking a little bit about Inventor LT and some of the other technology on on labs. Um, You know, I I was very excited when I heard about Inventor LT and kind of followed it uh, through different stages. And, you know, I came from, I I was an Autodesk customer at one point uh, purchasing mechanical desktop and kind of progressed through and used a lot of different products and and have worked with a lot of different customers. And this is something that I see a, a lot of different people being able to use and leverage. So it's very exciting. You know, we talked a little bit about some of the capabilities of Inventor LT. But, you know, I feel that we didn't have enough time to really cover all the things that it could do. But those of you that are familiar with Inventor know that the part modeling aspect of it is very strong. And, you know, we talked about not having sheet metal and a few things like that. But really everything else in Inventor part modeling is there. You have the the sketch environment with all the parameters. You have all of the, the tools like extrude, revolve, sweep, loft, all the holes... Um, the chamfers, you know, all of those kind of capabilities. Um, You also have some of the the great capabilities for um, opening up other people's parts. So if somebody else creates a part in Inventor, whether it was with Inventor Series, Inventor Professional, or Inventor LT, you can open all of those up. And, you know, if you have, uh, if, if somebody sends you an IGIS file, you'll be able to open that up and actually take that geometry in the construction environment, which is a non-parametric environment, and clean it up and delete faces and do a bunch of extra work if you really want to, um, as well as, you know, some of the other things through the, the translators that Sam had talked about. So, you know, Inventor LT is a very capable part modeler. And it's something that uh, you know I've watched a number of different websites recently, and just read around on some of the the hobbyist art or the the hobbyist websites, and I've started to hear a little bit about Inventor LT out there. Some of the the uh, RC car guys are actually designing parts in Inventor LT already. And are pretty excited about it, so you know this is something that uh, that I think will be great for the CAD uh, world. So hopefully this is a, a great opportunity for you guys and you know this is also since it's a technology preview, uh, this gives you a great chance to try it out and get feedback back to us. You know we're not just throwing it out there just to to see what happens as far as you know we're not going to make any changes. We want to hear back from you guys, hear what works for you, what doesn't work for you, if you have great ideas send them our way, because this is something that, you know, would like to gather, gather everybody's thoughts and ideas and see where we go with it. So with that, hopefully you enjoyed the interview. Hopefully it was beneficial for you. And uh, would love to hear any feedback from that. All right, so just to recap, we, we just had the interview with Sam. And in the technology piece, I'm just going to hit on the, the couple of things that we talked about, Inventor LT. And I have a link in the show notes that you can actually go out to uh the, the lab site and go straight to inventor and it's labs.autodesk.com forward slash technologies forward slash inventor underscore lt and again the note, in the show notes you'll have that link and then also there are the translators that uh, that work with inventor 2008 uh, the the series professional and inventor lt so you can install these and you'll be able to, to load up uh, open up granite files, parasolid files, you know, there are a number of different formats you'll be able to open up and use. And then there's also a 2D to 3D tool that is, uh, it's working on Inventor 2008, the series and Professional. Um, it's not working on LT yet, but it's a great tool to open up AutoCAD 2D drawings and orient the, the, the different views and then start building a 3D model out of it. So again, that's a, a nice little tool off of uh, Labs and then there's also feature recognition for inventor on labs as well and that'll let you take in dumb solids or when you import in a dumb solid like a sat or a step or parasolid or you know any of the others that uh, it'll ask if you want to start recognizing some of these features and if you do that you can start turning a, a dumb solid into a feature rich part and you can translate just some of it or you can go through and translate the whole thing so that it's a, an entire feature rich part so you can edit holes and fillets and chamfers and things like that all as a parametric history based model so, you know, those are some some nice things on our on our lab site. So if you get a chance, go out and take a look at it. Something that I've mentioned a couple of times the last few podcasts that we've done. But, you know, we are really excited about labs. It's a great place for us to put things out there, get feedback from you guys, see if you like it, areas that, uh, that you may struggle with it, things that you'd like to be uh, enhanced more. And uh, you know, on each of these, we have, uh, we have an email address that you can email back to us and give us feedback. So I definitely encourage you, if you download and try any of these, to give us feedback. And make sure you let us know if you like it, if you don't like it, problems you have with it. Uh, I'm, I'm included on some of those emails myself, so it's great to see some of the feedback coming in and what people are saying about it, both good and bad. You know, they all help us. So with that, the next section that we have is tips and tricks, and we'll wrap this thing up. So on to tips and tricks. I have a handful of tips and tricks that I'm going to cover. And the first one I'm going to start out with was a blog posting that I posted a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, and it was titled, Decals Make Things Look Better. And this is you know, an area where many of you probably at some point or another need to, to show your models during a, you know, some type of presentation. Maybe you want to render it out to look nice. Or maybe you're trying to win a bid and you just want to add a little bit of flair to it. So I think you'd be surprised if you haven't used decals before, how easy it is to add some decals. And in just adding a couple of decals, how it can really add some nice realism to your model. So I have an example of, we have a little remote control car. This is something that we've been working on the last uh, the last little bit. And uh, I, I have a little electric motor in here. And you'll notice, uh, I'll have a link in the show notes so you can go out to the, the blog, uh, basically the blog posting and see the steps through here. But um, I have a little electric motor. It's just got a, a gold outer surface, and then I also have a an image that I want to wrap around this motor. And uh, you'll notice that the background image is a very bright green color, and then it's got some text in it that's red and a couple of other little shades or you know shapes in there. But um, the green is a, a nice thing. We'll talk a little bit about it in a minute. But the background color can actually be a very key aspect to placing decals. But anyway, so once you once you have an image that you want to use and you have a part, you can select, a, you can create a sketch whether you use a work plane or a face on your model, and uh, you you have an option to place a decal. So you can go in and just grab a bitmap image or various different types of images, place them on that sketch plane, And then there's a decal option that allows you to select the decal and the surface that you want to wrap it to and you have a couple of wrapping options as well. So once you do that you can wrap it around the model and see what it looks like. Now I mentioned a little bit earlier about the green color. There's an option in here that I, I show in the blog post that you can set the background color, the bottom right hand pixel color, to be transparent throughout the image. So this is a great way to just turn all the background color off but you know specific parts of the the image itself so in this case we have just the text and a couple of shapes that we want to show up on the motor but everything else we want it to be kind of a clear color so it'd be very similar to a clear decal with just a a couple of you know things on it so uh, you know you can go in and set that up and and turn the background off and show just the the parts that you want so this is a great little tutorial just to show you know decals some of the things you can do with it and again i think you'll be really surprised with decals how you can spruce up your model and it's pretty lightweight you don't have a a lot of overhead by adding these images in here now in saying that you know if you have a huge image it's like a five or six meg image and you place it on a surface and and put it as a decal when you open your assembly it is going to be opening that image as well so i try to use png's jpegs you know pretty lightweight files and oftentimes i use photoshop or even paint to, to save them down and crop them and get you know just the image i want but um, this is just a good, a good way to, to spruce up your models. So the next tip that I have comes from um, Autodesk Inventor Service and Support. And this is a Tube and Pipe Styles and Legacy run. So this is a way that uh, with Inventor 2008, your pipe runs that you have, uh, there's a little bit of change in the style library that we have as far as the behavior with some additional new types of styles that we added in uh, Tube and Pipe runs so you know when you migrate your styles they may not have those those new updated things in the styles so to there's a tutorial that helps step you through if you want to bring in some of the new style capabilities in inventor 2008 you can migrate your existing runs forward and um i'm not going to run through all of that but if you're interested if you're running pipe styles and you have some old legacy inventor eleven or previous uh, models that you want to bring into Inventor 2008 and update all of their styles to to be up to date with Inventor 2008. Uh, there's a link in the show notes that'll take you out here to this website. Um, it is an Autodesk site, but you can you can take a look at it. It's pretty quick. It's uh it's only a couple of pages, so it's not a lot of work for you to go in and do that. But it is a, a great way to migrate your tube and pipe runs so that they have all the updated styles. Um the next thing that we'll talk about was a bolted connection uh tutorial from Catalyst. And this is uh if you go out to to manufacturing.catalyst.com in the manufacturing portion in articles, there is an article from Avitec Tricks and it's bolted connection generator tool. And I, I would imagine there are still many of you out there that have used Inventor for a while and haven't used some of the Inventor generators that are that are available. Um, one of which is the bolt generator and this is a great tool if you want to place a fastener that would go through maybe a couple of different components that you need holes punched through them and then you want to put a washer and a, a nut on the end of it instead of doing all of those things individually you can actually use the bolted generator that will do all of that work for you and it manages all of that so if you change the bolt size can update the holes and the washer and the nut and all of all of those together so there's a, a nice little tip on a tip and trick on that and it's just a quick little step through to give you an idea of what the bolted connection tool is and some uh just a, a quick little tutorial through it. So if you get a chance go out and take a look at that. Uh as I mentioned there'll be a link on the, the show notes that you can go out and, and uh, grab those. Um the la- actually not the last one, but the next one is on Augie and it's uh It is a creative month, May 2007. So each month these guys are doing tutorials that you can read a little bit of the article. And I believe there's some animations that you can watch as well. Yeah, there are. Um, So you can see kind of how they did this and what, what they were doing. And this particular one, they create a, a fairly basic sketch, add some dimensions and, and things to it. So it's not just a rectangle, you know, it's got a handful of sides with some uh, an angled face on it. So you've got some regular dimensions, an angled dimension. They extrude it and then put a cylinder on one of the, the angled faces, create some drawings off of it. And you know, each, uh, each month they, they come out with something new. So this particular tutorial I would say is you know a pretty basic one. If you're just getting into Inventor or if you're using Inventor LT, this is something that would kind of step you through and, and learn how to build a basic part, add some dimensions, and create a drawing. If you've been using Inventor for a while, you know it may not really be something that would be really beneficial for you. Um, looks like next month in June, they're going to talk a little bit about the Area loft tool in Inventor 2008, so you may want to keep an eye out there, and I'll try to link to that in my next podcast as well. So with that, that uh, that one actually is the last the last tips and tricks. So we talked a little bit about creating decals. We talked about uh, migrating your tube and pipe style, and then uh, the bolted connection tool, and then this quick little tip and trick from Augie as far as taking you know building 2D and 3D models with Inventor and some animations in there. So hopefully you had a great time, hopefully you learned a little bit about Inventor LT, hopefully some of the tips were beneficial for you. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier, we always like feedback, you know, that's something that's great for us. And I'd also like to get some emails if uh if by chance you have questions that you'd like to ask during the the podcast, Th- these are something that if I get some good questions, I'll read them over uh, over the podcast and answer the questions. And uh, it might be that uh, if we get some good questions, I'll start giving some giveaways for those. So you can you can reach us at inventor.blog.feedback at otterdesk.com. And you know, again, please uh, feel free to give us some feedback. If there are things that you like or don't like about the podcast, let us know. And we look forward to to uh, talking to you in June. Thanks much. Over now.